Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Honestly Hannah, a podcast hosted by me, Hannah Coda, where I share all my honest opinions about all things going on in the world. I'm treating this podcast like a diary, and trust me, I have a lot to say. Welcome back. First and foremost, happy Mother's Day to everyone that celebrated yesterday and everyone that's celebrating today. Mother's Day is obviously a different date for different people all around the world, different countries. Um, So if you are celebrating today, which is May 10th, um, which I believe is Mexican Mother's Day, um, obviously in Mexico. So if you're celebrating, happy Mother's Day. I hope you have a lovely day. Um, So let's go ahead and just jump right in. I'm sure you all are kind of confused or curious or maybe excited about the title, and we'll get into that just a little bit later. But first, I want to get into what happened last week. I realized that I haven't done this in a couple weeks, and it's, you know, put a toll on me. I realized that I have a lot to say, like surprise, surprise, but um. I really want to go over a couple things that happened the past week that I'm excited about, um, just things to put on your radar. And starting off with Disneyland reopening and that they were creating an Avengers land this entire time during the pandemic. And like before, I was talking to um, my significant other's sister and, you know, her husband. And they're like, yeah, like, you don't remember seeing the signs um, right before the pandemic hit. And I was like, no, I don't remember this. Um, but in California Ventures, so it's not even Disneyland, but California Venture, they made an Avengers land um, with, like, different, like, activations. I don't think there's any rides because I was looking up um, some information right now because I read the press release. But it's more of just, like, an immersive, like, interactive experience. Like, Spider-Man is supposed to be, like, walking around and, like, there's, like, a web like activity that you can do. You can like shoot webs like out of your hands. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to California Adventure, if anybody's, if you've, hopefully you've been there, it's the most magical place on earth. But if you haven't been in California Adventure, they have this um, like little place, like it's like an art type place. Oh my gosh, it's my favorite place to go inside California Adventure. Um, It's called, oh my gosh, not Mickey's Workshop. Uh, the animation station. Um, And there's like different activities in there that you can do. You can learn how to draw. You can just look at like the screens that are in there. And something tells me that this Avengers Land is kind of like that, where there's like different, like just activations that are around, but it looks like pretty massive. There's like a food place that you can eat at too. Um, It opens June 4th, which is like really soon, but I don't know. I think that that's so cool. And like, I think that will actually bring in a lot of attention to California Venture because my personal opinion, they've tried so many different things with California Venture. And I don't know, nothing really seems to stick except for obviously like a couple like main attractions. Um, I personally don't like roller coasters, um, but like the Hollywood Tower of Terror, they turned into Guardians of the Galaxy, but like that ride is like classic. Um, the roller coaster that they have there, like Ariel's, like Little Grove, Cars Land, like all of that kind of stuff worked or like um, Soaring Over California and like Roaring Rap- Rapids, which are just all like you know, rides that they have there. But there are certain parts of the park where I feel like it doesn't get a lot of attraction and they've tried to put a lot of things in California Adventure so that it it will attract people. And honestly, I mean, obviously this is going to attract a lot of people. 
during uh like the lockdown and like during the pandemic i rewatched all of the avengers movies in chronological order because like i had seen them but it wasn't i don't know i wasn't like a diehard fan of like marvel and when i rewatched them in chronological order obviously everything made a lot more sense to me like starting with captain marvel and then going all the way down to And I think in chronological order, the last one that came out was like the newest Spider-Man or obviously um, Endgame. So I'm like completely into it now. I think it's so cool. Um, Yeah, I'm super excited for that. I would even buy a ticket to California Adventure when I feel comfortable. Um, Obviously, they're at I think they're at a 25% capacity right now. I think they're going to go up, but I don't know. It's just something like I have in the back of my mind. Um. Going over some drama and some like unfortunate events that happened on the internet slash videos that came out this past week. So if you are in the YouTuber world, if you watch YouTube, you know, you know who your YouTubers are. Most likely you heard about this drama that happened this past week. So I am not aware of this channel actually that they were, you know, talking about, but it was a YouTuber named Nikki Philippi. I think that's how you say her name. Um, her and her husband. I believe it's her husband, um, made a video about how they put their dog down after nine years of owning this pet because it almost bit their their child or bit their child and it wasn't that dramatic or serious, I guess. And they just made the decision to put down their dog um, instead of trying to get some type of rehabilitation for the dog or like rehoming it or giving it to a shelter. They decided to put it down because they thought it was dangerous. The YouTube community, I feel like just blew up and I feel like it became a very personal issue for a lot of people. I personally don't agree with this decision after watching the original video that she put out. It's still up on her channel. Um, If you want to go watch it, I'm not going to link that because I don't want like that to be associated with me, but I just like want to talk about it. Um, And then, yeah, there were a bunch of YouTubers like Laura Lee, Jaclyn Hill, even like Jeffree Star, which I know he's not a fan favorite, but they all came out like together and was like, that is not what you should do like your dog or your pet is a part of your family like putting your pet down is the last option in the entire world like and honestly like you you don't even have to make that decision you can give it back to a shelter or whatever and like have them say that it's like not your your pet is not able to be like rehabilitated but yeah, it was it was a lot, a lot, a lot of YouTubers that came out and said, you know what, like, this is one issue that we can all, like, I think speak to. She's getting a lot of hate. Her and her husband are getting a lot of hate about it. But mostly I think people are upset because after she posts this video, she then goes on Instagram and had and posts like pictures of a photo shoot she did with the dog her and her husband did with the dog like saying goodbye and it was just so it was just so wrong like on so many levels and the dog they had already put the dog down so it wasn't like hey like we're letting everyone know that we're gonna do this and it's coming up it's like no like we made the decision like within a couple days and it happened and it's done and we're saying goodbye and this is us like trying to tell you that we said goodbye and it's just it was it was really morbid. It was really like sad, you know, like how are you going to have a photo shoot afterwards? And they're like kissing the dog and cuddling the dog. And I'm like, if the dog is not reacting to 
you at that moment. Like it just it just sounds like there was room for rehabilitation. Um, I believe she has now put most of her accounts on private, except for on YouTube, because I try to look her up and everything is on private uh, because the amount of hate that she got as well as her husband. So I didn't understand this at first because I only saw like the two together. So her husband and her, Nikki. Um, and I thought it was like a family channel, but apparently it's just her. It's like she's like a lifestyle like type of YouTuber. Um, and her husband is obviously occasionally in her videos. Um, so yeah, so that was the tea. It's If you want to go check out the video, go ahead. But honestly, I, I watched all the YouTuber videos um, that came out afterwards afterwards that were like bro like here's another thing i guess she has at the time of this recording she has 1.28 million followers beautiful house and like a beautiful family it seems like she has a little bit of money or comes from money i'm not too sure and so all the youtubers were like look we know how much money you make based on like your adsense alone like you could have afforded a trainer like a dog rehabilitation person and so they were just like there were a lot of youtubers that were really upset about it i my personal opinion is yeah like you should have tried every single bit of rehabilitation for this dog and then if it didn't work like I personally like would have found another home or found someone a shelter that could help out and specialize in these type of things. I just don't think unless the dog is in physical pain, like I know a lot of times like dogs who have cancer or like a terminal illness, they're in a lot of pain, then I feel like that's a different story, like euthanization in that sense, but yeah like apparently the dog didn't even bite the the young child I think it's like a toddler they have a toddler um that hard but they were scared afterwards which I think is a completely normal response but I don't think you jump immediately to euthanization um so there's that um going on to sports this past weekend there was a really big fight uh Canelo versus I believe his name was Anderson I don't know honestly I'm not really big into boxing but I did watch the fight um it was actually a pretty good fight boxing UFC like martial arts all that stuff just does not amuse me it's not my sport I don't really like um like the raw like fighting of it I guess but Canelo won, which everybody was rooting for him to win. He is, I believe, a Mexican boxer. And um, yeah, it was in Dallas where there were, I believe, 73,000 people in the, you know, Dallas Cowboy Stadium. And I did not see a single person with a mask. So there's also that. Um, going on to TV, um, I posted on my story that I was watching uh, Sons of Sam. It's like this new documentary that just came off of Netflix. Um and like in relation to my last episode, you guys know that I love um, anything that has to do around murder mysteries. So I watched the first couple of episodes. It's very, very like lengthy and in detail. It's a show. It's not like, but it's a documentary show. So docuseries. Um, and it's very, very in-depth uh, describing the, <laughs> I'll let you guys watch it, but the, the murders that happened in New York um, in the 70s. And I'll let you guys know next week when I finish it. I don't know how many episodes there is, but I think I'm on episode three, like in the middle of episode three. Um, But yeah, it just, it goes to show you that things were different and there are a reason why we do things nowadays. Um, If you've seen it or if you're watching it, you know what I mean? Um, In terms of 
um, law enforcement and yeah, just how we do criminal investigating. Um, I also started watching the new Mighty Ducks like TV show on Disney Plus. My significant other is gonna hate me for talking about this, but whatever. He loves the like original Mighty Ducks movie, and honestly, I remember watching it like as a kid because I remember it was always on like Disney Channel. However, I wasn't a huge fan. Like that wasn't like my movie that I liked, but my significant other loves this movie, so we started watching the show, and it's actually a really really cute cheesy kids show like I don't know I would recommend it like if you're just looking for something like super simple super like feel good to the to the point like even if you don't necessarily like hockey like I like hockey in real life but I didn't really like the movie it's 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 a cute little show and I like it it's not just for kids too there is like a little bit of an adult humor in there um it's a cute show I recommend it um, and then just to touch on like, oh, sorry, wait, I have to talk about movies. Um, the last movie that I watched was um, The Mitchells versus The Machines, I believe, um, which is on Netflix. It's trending right now. I think it's number two at the time of this recording. It's a animation type movie. It was re- it was cute. Honestly, I would give it like a seven or eight out of ten. Um, I don't think it was like amazing, but a lot of people are raving about it. They really like this type of animation, this type of comedy. Um, it's basically, you know, all American family that survives a <laughs> um, robot slash tech invasion and they're trying to save the world. And that's basically the, the plot line of the story. There's a lot of different types of um like comedy in there there's dry humor but there's also like adult humor and like little kid humor um you know there's a lot of uh anime like type scenes i don't know it's kind of like all all over the place but it was a really cute movie something to watch you know like on a weekday night or a sunday night with your family or you know whoever it's just it's again another feel good kind of cute movie i would recommend and then going on to what's happening in the world. So there's a lot obviously happening in the world. Um, and I think America's like on the the high side of it, right? Like we are almost, I think they said on the news the other day or the president said that a third of the country is now vaccinated for those who are eligible to get vaccinated, um, which is a really good sign, obviously. Um, however, the rest of the world is not there yet. Obviously, things are really, really bad in India with COVID. Um, There's some political things going on in Colombia. I believe there are riots in Colombia going on right now in terms of like a new tax bill that the president is trying to approve um, and the people are really upset about it. Um, And so, yeah, so just to like mention on that, we in America are very privileged right now to believe to be living like semi-normal lives after the year that we just had, but the rest of the world is not, um, is not in the state. And so, I don't know, just like put that out there, keep that on your radar. Um, so that was all I really had to talk about this week. I am now going to go into a list of questions that I found on the internet and it's a tag. Um, it's normally like a YouTube tag, but I saw a bunch of like my podcast doing this. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this as an episode. Um, but I'm going to go over a list of my first times. Okay. So these all range 
like in different topics, um, you know, some that are really innocent and then some are that are a little bit more juicy. Um, there are about 30 questions. Obviously, some are going to take a little bit more explanation and then some are just going to be like a really quick answer. Um, so yeah, let me go ahead and start. So the first one is my first broken bone. Um, uh, I haven't actually broken a lot of things. Um, when I was born, I was dislocated. I had dislocated hips. Um, I actually had to wear a cast like the first year of my life. Um, but other than that, I think it was my finger. It was my ring finger. Actually, no, it was my right hand. Um, I was walking in my backyard. I shouldn't say walking. I was running, um, at my old house in the house that I grew up in. Um, my, in my backyard, we had a guest house where my uh, grandparents lived. And I was walking from our, like my main house over to my grandparents' house. And it was raining. It was right. I will never forget because it was so traumatizing. Um, it was raining and I was running in the backyard on the cement um, to their house and I slipped and fell and our, our the way that our like cement or like our path way was, there was like rocks on the side and when I slipped to like catch myself, like I slid like almost like, you know, like when you're sliding um, like playing baseball, like into like a home plate, like that's how I slipped and fell. My ring finger like got jammed into a rock and it fractured. Um, but the good side of that story is because I was right-handed at the time, um, I had to wear a cast for a couple months and it forced me to write with my left hand and I'm now an ambidextrous. I think that's what it's called. I can write with both my right and left hand. My left hand still kind of sucks, but given the time, like I can do it, like, or given the opportunity, like it, it can work. <laughs> uh, my first foreign country I ever visited um, I believe it was Mexico, like officially. Uh, my grandparents used to have a house in Mexico that we used to visit when I was younger. Um, I don't really have a lot of memories, though, but that was technically the first country. First Instagram post. If I'm not mistaken, honestly, I, I think on my normal, like, Instagram, like me, myself, and I Instagram, not the podcast Instagram, I have 823 posts. I think the last time I looked, if I'm not mistaken, it's like a plate of cookies or something. And it was in my old house in my kitchen. I think it's a picture of my mom, my mom and cookies that she made me <laughs> right in front of her. Instagram came out when I was in high school, I think. Yeah. Instagram came out when I was in high school. So you know, just like stupid high school stuff, I guess. Um, my first plane ride I ever went on was in the fourth grade uh, to go to Sacramento. I remember such like <laughs> crazy trip. Uh, my mom came with me and I went with my best friend and her mom. We like rode together and it was literally like the quickest flight I think I've ever been on. Um, I think it was like 30 minutes and we had to wake up. I remember like at 4 a.m. We had to be at the airport, I think like by six. And then it was a whole day of activities for us to get home like at midnight. And we flew there and back on the same day. It was actually pretty wild. Uh, my first time I was allowed to put on makeup. Um, so this one is not too eventful because I uh, performed and like was a cheerleader as a kid. So 
I'm sure it was actually very, very young um, because when you are under stage lights and when I say I performed, like I legitimately was in like a performing arts group. Um, (laughs) So embarrassing to say now, I guess I was in a performing arts group where we literally like would go to different fairs or like, I don't know, senior citizen homes. (laughs) And there were other girls in my age group um, and and guys, girls and uh, guys um, or whatever you identify with. There was everybody of all ages and all genders that were there. Um, And yeah, when you're under stage lights, you have to wear a certain type of makeup to make your facial expressions pop or else it literally looks like you are just standing there and singing. Um, So, but like the first like real like makeup that I ever wore to school I think was either probably in the seventh or eighth grade and it wasn't anything crazy I think my mom let me wear like clear mascara like some blush and like probably like some lip gloss or something it wasn't it wasn't anything and honestly to this day I don't even wear a lot of makeup um I feel like I know a lot about makeup but I don't wear a lot of makeup um my first youtuber I ever subscribed to um I think I'm pretty sure it was Jeffree Star. And like looking back on that now, it kind of sucks, but I'm pretty sure it was him. Or like the first YouTuber like I subscribed to and like actually watched, it was Jeffree Star. Um, my first boyfriend or girlfriend, I'm not going to say his name, um, but it was in the seventh grade. And we actually dated, I think, for a while. Not, I mean, like, not a while, but, like, enough to where, you know, like, people knew, I guess, that we were dating um, a couple months or whatever it was. Yeah, that was, that was interesting, your relationship. If you're listening and you know who you are, hi, <laughs> nice to, nice to uh, hear from you again. <laughs> Um, my first car, um, was gifted to me. Like, I feel like, you know, a lot of people, um, I was 18, 19. No. Yeah, I was 18. Um, I was one of those people who didn't get my driver's license until I was 18 because when I was 16, I, I actually got my, my permit when I was 15 and a half or whatever it was because I was ready. I was like, I'm going to drive. I can do this. Like I need to get out of here. Um, I wasn't rebellious, but I was very much like, I need to drive. Like I need to, I need this freedom. Right. Um, so I got my permit when I was 15 and when I was 16, I took all of the driver's like permit, like, or sorry, the driver's like in-person tests. And the first time I ever went, cause I think you have to go to like three lessons or something like ridiculous like that. The first time I went, it was with this woman. She, we obviously rode in her car. She was teaching me how to drive and I was so nervous um, that I cut the lesson short and I literally jumped out of the car. She was so evil and she made me so uncomfortable. She kept telling me I was doing everything wrong and to like release and you're so tense, like your knuckles are white, like relax. She literally just kept telling me to relax, relax, relax. Mind you, like my mom had already taught me how to drive. And so it wasn't 
like, I don't know, like I knew how to drive, but just this woman was making me so nervous that I didn't end up going to any of the other lessons that I had signed up. And I remember my mom was so mad at me, but I was like, I'm not going back to her. I'm not. She made me so uncomfortable. I refuse. Um, so then when I was 18, I had to take my permit again because it had expired. And then I took my driver's license test. Obviously, I passed on the first time. And um, my uncle actually ended up giving me his old Jeep. I think it was a 1995, like, Cherokee Jeep. Um, yeah, and then I, I, it was one of those cars, guys. It was one of those cars that overheated pretty much any time it hit over 75 degrees. Um, I couldn't drive it very far. Um, always had issues. But, I mean, it was an older car. Like, it, it had lived its life. And then I actually bought my very first car by myself, no co-signer, no nothing, um, when I was 19. Uh, and it was a Hyundai Sonata. And I loved that car until somebody hit me. And yes, somebody did hit me. I wasn't in a car accident. Somebody hit me. And then I have the car that I have now. Uh, my first celebrity crush. Um, gosh, I feel like there were so many, like maybe, oh gosh, I was a Leo girl, a Leonardo DiCaprio for sure. Oh, you know who it probably was? Oh, what am I talking about? I know who it was. So it was probably either Cole Sprouse or Nat Wolf, but I'm almost positive it was Nat Wolf. And if you guys remember, he was in the Naked Brothers Band. The Naked Brothers Band was a show on Nickelodeon. Um, and it was just like him and his brother and his friends that created this band. And I was so in love with him. I am still so in love with this boy. Like literally like that is my cheat um, code if it ever came down to a day where I can meet him and, you know, something could happen. Like my significant other knows. Like, that is my past. Like, that is – he is just the absolute love of my life. Um, and I'm pretty sure at 10 years old, and my best friends can back me up on this, at 10 years old, I said I would be marrying him. Whether he would be my first husband, my last husband, my middle husband, I don't care. <laughs> Not that I was, like, really planning on getting married a bunch of times, but I absolutely, like, in love with him. My first ever cell phone. I think I talked about this already with my sister on the podcast. Um, it's just like a normal like flip phone that you bought from like Walmart. Um, my first ever date. Um, honestly, I don't know. And to be honest, like I am not a huge like take me out on this extravagant like night and like buy me a boat and let's go on a boat. Like, you know, like I'm not that I'm not that type of person. Um, even like a fancy dinner, I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, like whatever. Um, I really don't remember. I, I really don't. Probably sometime around like 16, like a first real date. Yeah, probably like when I was in high school. My first ever kiss was in the seventh grade to my first boyfriend. <laughs> Um, again, eventful. <laughs> I um, don't want to get into that story. It was very um, cringe. And my best friend, my one of my best friends was, was there and it was literally just the three of us. And after it happened, I ran like a mile home, like sprinted. And my best friend was like, what happened? What's going on? And she just followed me and I sprinted home. It was very cringe. Oh my gosh. 
Um, my first friend in college, I actually do have a vivid memory of this. I hope she doesn't mind me saying her name. Her name is Miranda. Um, we met in my first ever class in college and we are still friends to this day. We ended up working later on. So let me backtrack a little bit. She, um, was my first friend. We didn't end up being in the same major, but we took like most of our GEs together if we could. Um, and then somehow, some way she ended up working at the same place that I was working at, um, throughout college. And yeah, we still talk and she's great. She's amazing. Um, and I wouldn't have picked anyone else to be my first friend in college. Um, my first job, Mm, was when I was 18. Um, I think, I mean, other than like, you know, just like side gigs, my first ever paying job. Oh, so I had, I had applied to multiple places. Um, and a bunch of them had hit me back at the same time. So my first job was actually two different jobs. The first one was actually working for an environmental company. And it really was just like a bunch of canvassing, like in the like rich, like Beverly Hills area, like trying to get uh, people to donate to this environmental company that I worked for. Honestly, I only worked for them for like a week. I, it wasn't for me. And then I ended up working at Victoria's Secret um, seasonally. And I did that on and off for a little bit. The store that I worked at for Victoria's Secret, oh my god, the people there were so nice. Like, they were so amazing. However, I hated the actual job. Victoria's Secret retail is not for me. I, I just, <laughs> I that it's just not for me, guys. It's not. Um, but technically, yeah, I guess it was at Victoria's Secret because um, I ended up working there frequently after that. My first pet, um, I'm sure... I think it was a cat. I think I had a cat first. Then we had like a family dog. Um, but my like my first pet that was like me, myself and I's, I actually had a hermit crab when I was like eight or nine years old. Um, and those things like live forever and like don't need any attention. So if you're a parent out there um, that wants to get your child a pet that doesn't need a lot of maintenance, the only thing is like you, you do have to clean like their little cage. Um, like every so often because it, it does end up smelling kind of gross. Um, and they don't last, obviously the hermit crabs don't last forever, but like a good amount of time. Um, so yeah. Uh, first app you check when you wake up in the morning. Um, other than like my text messages, either my emails or Instagram. Yeah either my emails or Instagram. My first piercing and when did you get it? So I'm actually allergic to all metals and all things <laughs> that tried to pierce my body. Um, when I was a baby, uh, my parents tried to pierce my ears. When I was like a tween or like a teenager, I tried piercing my ears. And then in high school, I tried piercing my ears. And each time, um, days after, like up literally the second I would get it pierced. And then like days after, um, my ear would just not stop, nonstop bleeding, like nonstop. And no matter what it was, whether it was like sterling silver or real gold, or even, you know, whatever they put on you at Claire's, um, no matter what it was, like I, my body just didn't like it. And yeah, I'm like allergic to everything. 
my first tattoo, I get like the piercing and tattoo. I actually don't have a tattoo. I don't really have an interest in tattoos. I don't shame people who have tattoos, but it's just not my thing. I don't know. I don't have a real need for it, I guess. I don't know. I've never, I've never been a person to be like, oh my gosh, like, I, I, like, I feel like people have tattoo fever. I've definitely heard that before. I'm not one of those people. Um, my first tweet. Honestly, it's something like probably ridiculous. I really don't feel like scrolling because I have thousands and thousands of tweets. I really don't feel like scrolling. And I actually had to make a Twitter for, I think I've also said this on the podcast, I had to make a Twitter for one of my classes. So I'm pretty sure one of my tweets is like about that class. Uh, the first person you text when something exciting happens. Um, probably my significant other, probably Rudy. Uh, if not Rudy my dad um i'm trying to think or like depending on what the subject is i have a bunch of group chats with all of my best friends and so if it doesn't pertain to either my dad or rudy um then i literally just send mass texts to those group chats instead of like texting individual people um because most likely i need i like want to tell all of them at the same time um so I have like a couple of group chats that that happens with. The first thing I do every morning, um, other than like going pee and like checking my phone, um, I take my probiotic and I look at my calendar um, to make sure that I'm not missing anything that day. Not that I'm a really forgetful person. I'm actually really not. But I just like to have the first thing that goes on that day to be like in my brain and be like, OK, I have to do this, this and this today. Um, and it kind of just like keeps me in check. Um, the first time you ever got drunk, <laughs> um, to be honest, I'm actually not too sure. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I do remember. Um, it was after homecoming, I believe, my senior year of high school. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, um, <laughs> but it definitely was earlier on and I remember being like whoa like this is crazy um yeah it was it was I think it was in high school I think it was my senior year of high school um and it wasn't even like a crazy story like it was just you know a couple of my friends and us and like we were just having a good time nothing dramatic really happened um no bad stories it was a good night so uh, when did you go to your first party? Um, honestly, I went to, like, obviously a lot of house parties, like, in high school. But I want to say, like, my first, like, real, real, like, party party, like, you know, like, club style or almost, like, um, you know, like, spring break style was in college. And it was actually at this frat's house. And I remember walking, I will never forget this moment. I just because I felt so disgusting. I remember walking and it was a Halloween party, I think my freshman year. Um, I remember walking in and just feeling absolutely disgusted because of how hot it was in that house um and the reason being is because they had to keep all the windows and doors shut um so that they wouldn't get a noise complaint or that the neighbors wouldn't complain um and the cops wouldn't come and shut the whole thing down so it when i tell you like you could barely even breathe in that house it was just absolutely disgusting and 
I was like wearing like a real costume. I wasn't like super like, you know, I wasn't in like a like an inflatable suit or anything like or like a bunch of clothes, but I was like in a costume. I had put on makeup like I was wearing like an outfit, you know, and I remember walking in being like guys with my college friends or my college roommates at that time, my freshman year college roommates being like, I don't know how long I could do this. Like, I can't even breathe. And I remember walking in, all the lights were off. It was pitch black, except for there was like some neon lights like on the wall, which I feel like is very typical for like any frat house in this nation. Um, And yeah, and I remember... I think one of my roommates got extremely drunk and we had to take her home and that's how we eventually ended up leaving but I just remember feeling so disgusting the entire time and let this be advice to you if you're in high school or if you haven't been to like your first real like college party or frat party they're really not that cracked up honestly like they're not <laughs> most college parties are hosted for those individuals who are of the age um, that just want to get blacked out somewhere, I feel like. I don't know. College parties are, are usually not all they're cracked up to be. Um, when did you have your first sleepover or my first sleepover? I actually was one of those kids who was absolutely terrified to sleep over other people's houses. I don't think I started sleeping over people's houses until I was at least in high school. I remember my parents like trying to make me sleep over my cousin's houses and like stuff like that. And it just wasn't for me. I just always wanted to be in my own bed. And like even to this day, I want to be in my own bed. Like even with my significant other, like if I sleep over his house, like I can't be there for, for, for very long. I just like to be in my own bed. I like to be in my own space. Um, Back then, though, I didn't want to be away from my parents. I just had this awful feeling that something was going to happen if I wasn't there. You know, probably some inner trauma from God knows when, but um, I just never wanted to leave the house. Um, Always had sleepovers at my house, though. Like, if you wanted to come over and sleep over whenever that, like, whenever, like, literally could have been a weeknight and, like, it didn't matter, but I wouldn't sleep over other people's houses so I'm pretty sure it had to be sometime like in high school probably my sophomore or junior year first time I got a speeding ticket okay so here's the thing I've only gotten one ticket in my entire life and it is a speeding ticket and it makes me so upset because it was a day that I had a really really long and horrible horrible day at work you know like one of those days where your customers were just pissing you off your manager was like all over the place because they couldn't support you it was just a horrible day and I was driving home and I literally got pulled over the exit that I get off of for my house literally the exit and I was speeding I was I think going like 85 or something like that but it was because I was so extremely tired. I was trying to get home as soon as I could so I could just fall asleep. I think it was like at two or three o'clock in the morning. Like, guys, like that day was horrible. I was, it, it was just a horrible day at work. And I remember getting pulled over and being so scared because it was the first time I had ever been pulled over. And oh gosh, I remember the guy, the cop was actually pretty nice. He was like, you know, like you were speeding. And I was like, I know I was like, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get home. And he was like, can I see your license? And he was like, oh yeah, you really do live down the street. And I'm like, yeah, I literally live down the street. Like, can you just let me go? And he was like, no. Um, but they ended up following me home because I did tell them like, like I'm tired. Like I'm just super tired. So I was just trying to get home. Um, and then when I got home, he gave me the ticket. 
and I remember calling my dad and I was dating my significant other by this time and I was like oh my god this is just the icing on the cake after a horrible day at work now I have to pay this $400 speeding ticket I also had to take traffic school um it's off of my record now but it was just it was the most it was the worst experience ever um so a couple left first time I got into a fist fight um I've never been in like a real fight before um I've gone to like fights with my like siblings but I've never been in like a real fight um so I can't really answer that one um the first concert I ever attended which is the last question um it was when I was 16 my mom bought me and my best friend and her herself because she didn't want me to go to my first concert alone um tickets to go see Chris Brown at the Staples Center and we were in the nosebleeds like the absolute nosebleeds by the way this was like pre Rihanna this wasn't post Rihanna this was pre Rihanna and um my best friend was so excited because bow wow and t-pain were opening for him like could you imagine that lineup like that was just amazing bow wow t-pain and then chris brown um it was a great show um but that is where i found my love for concerts i absolutely love concerts and from that day when I, i was 16 she bought it for my 16th birthday i was like i need to do something in this world for the rest of my life um, because I absolutely loved being there. It was an amazing concert. Chris Brown is such a good performer and entertainer. You can't take that away from him. Um, and it was such an amazing night. But I remember being like way up in the nosebleeds and my mom had paid so much for those tickets and just like absolutely like just having the time of my life. Now when I go to concerts, like if I'm not front row, then then what's the point and it's so sad because like where I started at you know but I don't know it was like the best experience of my entire life I will never forget that concert and even I was like mom like what do people wear to concerts and she was like oh they usually wear nice clothes and I was like really like I don't want to wear nice clothes like I want to wear like a Chris Brown shirt so literally me and my best friend made shirts that said hashtag team breezy and we wore them to the concert and I will honestly it was just a great experience um so that was a bunch of my first um I'm sure you guys are wanting to know about my actual first time I won't be disclosing that just know that um I actually like my first time story um I don't regret it um I don't regret the person I don't regret the setting I actually have a pretty good first time story but obviously I'm not going to go into that because it's a little too personal for me to exposed to the world but i hope that you guys like this video make sure to like subscribe leave a review um you know tell me what you think of this video in the comments let me know if you guys want me to do anything else in the future um and yeah if you like this tag and you like this type of video thank you guys so much for listening and this was honestly hannah